You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. No, I mean, and, and the thing is, I'm really happy for him. You know, I'm I'm happy for for uh-huh. the success. I'm just saying you with, don't seem happy success, for the success. No, I am. I am very happy for him as a person. It's just all of the other things that come around it. It's like, well, you know, yes, Greg, because kinda, you're the only person that has been a fan of his I'm ever. The, I'm the only one that's been as vocal that I've ever known in my life. Like even through the you bad can't, years, through really? the bad years, there were some bad years, and I was still a fan. Ooh, I still went as him for Halloween. Yep. That very year. That's pretty bold. Oh, that same year? Well, pretty close to it anyway. Ooh, Maybe it wasn't the exact same kinda, year. But in that time that's frame. That's pretty touchy. During the dark years, I stood up and and, and supported. And so that's why I'm uh, I'm kind of mad. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, wanna wanna say this, we're gonna have a very special guest joining us here in a little bit today. And he was on here last year, right around this same time. Around the same time. What time is that, Greg? It's tax season. It well, I wasn't sure really gonna is. What, what I wasn't really gonna sell it that. That way, it's a, I, well, I mean, but how other way is, would you that sell is really it? what that it is. is but he's we have, wonderfully helpful. We have Gilbert from HR Block who's going to be joining us. HR Block, of course, is our fine sponsor, they handle our taxes every year as a business and personally. And Gilbert's going to be coming on. Gilbert is fantastic, and so he's going to talk about a few things. And we're going to catch up with what's been going on with Gilbert, and he'll be joining us here in just a little bit. Awesome, so he is great. He's a it's one of those things too where. I realized the other day, somebody asked me like, oh, do you have uh, anybody that does your taxes? Like, I think it was my roommate was asking about it. I'm like, yeah, I got a guy. And I can say that now. I got a guy. You got a guy? I got a guy. I've also what, been watching a lot of Sopranos. Cool or something? Oh my so, God. So yeah, but it's like, oh yeah, I, I got a guy. I got a guy. Okay, kind of you've been watching The Sopranos, so Gilbert, our tax guy, you feel like you're some sort I got of a guy. gangster? No, I'm just saying I can say that and it's true. I got a guy. I got a guy that just, I got a Gilbert. You are such a dork. What would your name be if you were uh, a character on The Sopranos? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'd have to think You've about that. You've never thought about that? No, what would my I, nickname be? Yeah, I, fi- I figured that you'd just be sitting there while you're watching and be like, I'd be blank. No, I don't I don't know what I would. What they would call me. Little G? <laughs> Little G? No, I don't think that would really work too well, nor would I want that. Uh, gentle Greg, it's being suggested. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I mean, if I were actually a character on the show, I probably would want something that wasn't my name. I, I don't know. I don't know what it would be. It's got to be a Johnny or a I cannot Polly believe that you have never Vinny. actually thought about this. I probably want to be a Vinny. A Vinny or a Vic. Vinny Nibbler? No, not Nibbler. I, Nibbler wouldn't really work for an Italian gangster Nibbler last name. Nibbler is like the least scary Italian gangster <laughs> name. I probably, I it's why it probably wouldn't work out. I among am an, Vinny Nibbler. <laughs> among a number of other reasons, it's probably why it wouldn't work out for me to to to, to be in that lifestyle. Uh, someone suggesting Lil Nibs? <laughs> Sniffles? No. Also, not very intimidating names. I don't think I. You're well. not an intimidating person. I'm. I'm very intimidating if I want to. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Do you think that you'd beastly. be one of like the the heads of the family? No, yeah, you'd be, be a beastly. You know, intimidating. You'd be a kinda. kneecapper. You wouldn't be. You wouldn't have any like uh, authority oh. in the family. Well, I mean. No, not, well, I mean, just look because at your I backbone. don't want to do you that. Already, look, you already, like, as soon but as I say But this is acting. Thing, Obviously, I don't want to be a gangster. I'm just saying if I were to be one, I think I could do a good job of it. I think I would be all right. I don't think yeah. you would be. You're I'd too be well respected. You're too spastic. I can slick my hair back. You know, I can do all that stuff. You I can, can wear slick suits. your hair back. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you have the ability to put on clothes and brush your hair. Yeah, slick my hair. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Yep, I, I think I would be. You're the, you're the head of the family. Be like, hey, I can say stuff like that. You know, just like they do. Yeah, I think I could be pretty good about it. No, you're... Forget about it. See? Already. I think the thing is, is that you have to be, like, somewhat intimidating and have, like, some sort of stature. <laughs> I don't like this how uh, in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live that the term little nibs is taking off. I don't know if it's I want Lil that. It's lil nibs. Lil, like lil, lil nibs? No, that is not what it's going to mm-hmm. be. Well, anyway... I'm just saying if it happened. I got a guy. Gilbert's going to be uh, joining us here in just a little bit. From you should HR talk block. to Gilbert as if you're in The Sopranos. Hey. Like, hey. I hey, got... so you're going to help me with my funds. No, no, you are worse at it than I am. Well, I'm not watching The Sopranos. You're terrible at it. Oh, you do it then. No, I'm not going to. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to leave it at this. No, you cannot say that I'm terrible at it. Well, hey, forget about it. All right. 
<laughs> wow, great. A little drop load. I like that one. No, that is from a... <laughs> no, <laughs> we are not going with that. All right. Let's um, let's talk about what, what I was bringing up at the beginning of the show. And it keeps coming to my attention. So, all right. Everybody knows that I am a big fan of Pee Wee Herman. I think that's pretty, that's pretty clear. Since I was a little kid, I saw Pee Wee's Big Adventure in the theater. I have been a fan ever since. Um, even during the dark years, I was a fan of, still a fan of Pee Wee Herman. And what are these dark years you speak of? Greg? I think we all know what the dark years are of Pee Wee Herman, unless unless you don't know. And then it's it's readily available online. You know, whatever. I I'm not even going to get Paul into my Rubin's thoughts on that. The dark years. The dark years. Yes, there were some mm-hmm. dark years there, at least publicly, that uh, Paul Rubens went through. However, I have been a fan the entire time and now since he does have the new movie that's going to be coming out on Netflix now this is highly anticipated for many 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 years by hardcore peewee fans like myself he has a new movie coming out yes he has a new movie coming out on Netflix at the end of March oh I'm you don't know about this just go to just go to my Facebook page. You'll see a post on it. About. <laughs> I'll see it posted a billion times. <laughs> about a billion times. Which hey, it's fine. Hey, that's I, all right. I, yeah. Hey, I like anytime news. anything with Gem, Beverly Hills 90210, New Kids on the Block, Twin Peaks, David Bowie. It's all on my Facebook page. Yeah, Pee Wee's Big Holiday is gonna be the name of the new movie. So it's March eighteenth, two thousand sixteen, coming out on Netflix. It's him and um Joe uh Guy from True Blood, Joe Mangin, Manginiello or something like that. Oh yeah, Mangana. I don't know how you say his <gasps> Wait, name. The hot I really guy? don't know. I suppose so. the werewolf. Yeah, the hot guy. Okay, well, yeah, that's who the Ooh. that's who one of the co-stars. All right, is. I'm in. Sign me up. Well, that's not why well, you should be watching it for Pee Wee, but whatever. If if he's doing a Pee Wee, knows what he's doing. He's getting himself some uh, some prime eye candy. Hey, if if Paul Rubens is is cool with him, I'm sure he's a cool guy. Oh, also, um, maybe from. Uh, uh, Arrested Development. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's amazing. Uh, yes, she is. You know, that's for me. So, anyway, Pee Wee has the new movie coming out. And now I've been seeing a lot more. I know what you're talking about. I've been well, there's a couple this. of things. Okay. One of them is our friend Derek keeps posting these terrifying. He found a Pee Wee doll somewhere, oh, yeah, which I've always one. wanted. I never had one of those, one of the talking ones where you pull the string. It's like, ha, I know you, Robert. What am I? You know, it does those kind of things. And now he's found it, and he keeps filming it in weird, terrifying black and white slow mo videos, and then posting them on my page. It's kind of upsetting me a little bit. Upsetting you because he has the Pee Wee doll, and you don't. That's yep. That's number that's one. Much, yeah. yeah, number one. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. That's two it. Is a little scary. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it. But also, with with the Pee Wee Herman thing, there there seems to be this, and this is why I'm happy for the guy. I'm happy for his new run of success. You don't seem happy for it. You're, you're complaining about it still. No, I am. But it's another one of these things where all of a sudden, okay, now this comes out. So many people don't remember the original stuff that <sighs> all these people are coming out of the woodworks and be like, oh, yeah, no, I like Pee Wee, too. Oh, yeah, I I was a fan. And you're not a fan. Wait, are you talking about Pee Wee Herman bandwagoners? Yes, that's exactly what I'm bringing up. You are Pee Wee so... bandwagoners. All right, I'll give you a, I'll give you a quiz. Okay. Uh, I'm not a Pee Wee bandwagoner. I don't know. What, what kind of quiz? Okay, can you name uh, the second movie? No, that he did. Big Adventure. Big no. Top. Yeah, you're close. Hot Top. No, Big, big... Top Pee Wee. Well, I got well, I got Big Top. That's the majority well, big top of it. Pee Wee is also in the title. You have to keep that in there. Who was who was one of the main co-stars of Big Top Pee Wee? Uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. No, that was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. He was. Why are you giving me a quiz on something that I have never claimed to know? These are reasons. If people can't name these things, then obviously they're not super famous. I'm not a Pee Wee bandwagoner. I'm not sitting here saying that I that I. What you think people are pretending to like know more about Pee Wee? I don't know. I'm I know just, that there's. I'm just a little upset about it. And I don't cherry, know why. Cherry, right? That's that's uh, that's Pee Wee's Playhouse. Okay. Yes. Oh gosh, I'm so that's sorry. That's Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh. Yep. How embarrassing. <sighs> Chris Christopherson. Oh, Chris Christopherson in A Star is Born is uh, the most dreamy human in all the land. Well, he plays uh, basically a Tom Thumb type character in Big Top Pee So he's the the leader of the circus. Anyway, I digress. Okay. It's just, it's coming out and now it's it's becoming... (sighs) I just see a lot more people coming out of the woodwork. I'm like, are you really... Did you really like Pee Wee this entire time or are you just bandwagoning on it now that it's coming back out again? And again... I'm happy for Pee Wee. Well, I did. I'm see happy this. for him. So the other thing I thought that you were talking about, 111, uh, is that people keep sending this to me. And I'm sure they sent it to you. Have you seen this 
about the Pee Wee Burlesque show? Yeah, okay, yes, I have seen this. <laughs> it's been sent to me a few times. Me too. Like um, people send it. I like you get it, but they also send it to me. Yeah. So so there's a show that's going on here in Portland. Um, it's like in April, I believe. I'll try to pull it up, and it's. There's the the club Dante's downtown has this a lot, and burlesque is actually pretty big in Portland. Burlesque shows go on all the time, and there is one though that's going to be happening. That's a themed burlesque show called Pee Wee's Burlesque House, and the footage. The I wonder the if one of them's going to be dressed picture, like a sexy chair. Well, the promo picture shows the playhouse in the background, and then a woman dressed up in a Pee Wee outfit. I think doing the tequila dance is what she's attempting to do there. And then also a woman uh, dressed up as a sexy Miss Yvonne. Oh, wow. You know, and so, so that's... So just as Miss Yvonne. Well, yes, Miss yeah, Yvonne was, you know, very confusing as a young child. <laughs> so, and it's... I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I'm just looking at the tickets for this thing. So I was looking at the event. Yeah. Which, uh, free publicity, whatever. Um, yeah, in April. It's... So the tickets are anywhere from $10 to $125. (laughs) Are you kidding me? $125? What are you getting for $125? Uh, You know what you're getting for $125. All right. Again, doesn't doesn't help with my Mm. lack of... All right. So the info is come one, come all, Pee-wee fans to the first... This is oddly written. Come one, come all, Pee-wee fans to the first edition of Pee-wee's Burlesque House. Watch as all of your favorite Playhouse characters transform your childhood memories into creepy adult fantasies. <laughs> See, okay, I didn't even read that, and that's exactly. I'm like, I don't know if I want, I don't know if I want it tainted like that. And there's nothing wrong. Burlesque is great. That's all fine. This is like something I loved as a child, and I still have, you know, childlike glee in watching the movies. I don't know if I want to mix it with burlesque. Like a burlesque show. Are you afraid you're gonna com- you're gonna be confused? It's just downstairs? gonna kind of ruin it. Gonna... <laughs> I'm not I'm not worried about confusion downstairs. I'm worried about like, oh man, no, I just no. I really think that you have the capability to separate Paul Rubens Pee Wee from a girl in a gray suit pretending to be Pee Wee Herman. Doing... I know. I just don't know if I want to. I don't know how I feel. Like, about is she it. gonna be like doing like like doing? Weird I'm assuming noises, like while she's trying to be sexy burlesque dancing. I, I'm gonna guess so. That like, sounds like the I most confusing. Op- I just train them, you know. And, but then like sexy dancing while you do it. I, I guess I am so confused by this whole concept now that we're actually talking I'm about it. I'm confused this. too, which is kind of what I want to see, but at the same time I don't know if I wanna I don't know if I wanna I don't it's know. It's like seeing Screech do stand up or something like you wanna see it because curiosity, but you know it's gonna be terrible. Well, I don't know if this will be terrible or not. I mean, these are apparently a professional burlesque cast. Now, Screech from Saved by the Bell doing stand-up. I'm not taking anything away from their burlesque dancing. I'm sure they are all amazing performers. However, mixing it's Kiwi's a bold move. Playhouse with burlesque seems a little. It, it, it doesn't seem like it's like hot dogs and ice cream. It doesn't seem like it's it's mixing very well. Both are delicious, but you don't <laughs> want them together. <laughs> that is a strange analogy, yet it kind of works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So anyway, I just I'm not sure if I want to attend that. But the bottom line is, well, we, I want to make it clear. Yeah. In case anyone doesn't we know, have to get I am no bandwagon peewee fan. Nobody thinks you're a bandwagon peewee fan, wanna be you a ke- weirdo. Well, it's just like uh, after, you know, R.I.P. David Bowie, when you were walking around with your David Bowie shirts the day afterwards, and then it made it look like you were a bandwagon. It wasn't the day afterward. It was a couple days afterward, and I didn't realize I was wearing my David Bowie shirt. Mm-hmm. I did not look like a bandwagoner. You know I'm not. I know you're not. I absolutely know you're not. But you want to make sure it's known that you're not. So this is you publicly proclaiming that you're not a Pee Wee Herman bandwagon. Yes. Yes. Um, by the way, we totally need to get uh, somebody on from Pee Wee's Burlesque House. All right. Yeah. We'll we absolutely it. have to. Because I am so confused by this whole thing. Okay. Yeah. We'll shoot him a message and find out. Oh, absolutely. What the deal is. Because I, I want to get the girl who's playing Pee Wee on just to be like, are you like, it's going to be so confusing for so many people. Yeah. 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 Well, like me. Especially one little nibs. <laughs> Gangster little nibs. It's just. I don't know what I think. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it's it'd be like taking anything from childhood and turning it into sexy. Yeah, and into yeah. I don't know what was something that you like rainbow bright burlesque. I don't know. What did you watch? Did you watch Rainbow Bright? Rainbow Bright? I don't know. I guess isn't that what isn't that what 
I don't know. What did I mean, you I, watch? I know you watched Gem and the Holograms. I did watch Gem. Was it and not Holograms. My Little Pony? Like what? What stuff? Sexy My Little Pony. Oh yeah, that, well, that probably be, exists. That totally exists. You know that exists somewhere. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see He Man burlesque <laughs> with sexy Skeletor dancing uh, around. Like, oh my god, that would be the best thing ever. All right, well, put in a suggestion. Maybe they'll. Come up with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would watch He-Man burlesque in a heartbeat. That would be incredible. <laughs> oh, you people would pay good American money to see that. I guess, yeah. Again, oh, yeah. it's another one of those things where, all right. I mean, maybe. Maybe it maybe it And works. one of them like one of the burlesque dancers could dress as like Battle Cat and then like then there's like a He-Man and a Skeletor and a Stinkor. Back and, off, Skeletor. Yeah. I'm also confused about what happens at a burlesque show, so I I just instantly went to it some kind of they, play. They dance. Like it's like a it's like more of a like a, a teasy dancey, but it's like not okay. stripping. Like they right. keep their clothes on. Okay. But they're dressed sexy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that description. No I'm problem. sure that was pretty good. It was the most resident burlesque es- expert. It's uh, true. Sarah Extillon. Yes. <laughs> Sarah X Burlesque. What? That doesn't even make any sense. That kind of does. Um, I also want to take this moment because I just got another alert. Whoever keeps signing me up uh, on eBay to order the world's largest gummy bear, <laughs> can you stop <laughs> doing that? Have you been signed up for this? I keep getting alerts that uh, my inquiries about the world's largest gummy bear. Or now uh, it's back in stock and it's ready to be ordered. Well, what if that's something you're interested in? All right. On January 31st, 2016, you submitted your email address for notification when the world's largest gummy bear, Blue Raspberry, became available for purchase. Well, why did you do that? We're pleased to inform you this item is back in stock. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for whoever's doing that. Excellent. I can't wait to see your gummy bear. I don't want the world's largest gummy bear. <laughs> uh, I kind of sounded peewee there. Ah! <laughs> Stop. It's like it's like you have peewee Tourette's sometimes. No, you are, but what am I? I right. knew you were going to say that. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Uh, first up, this is a story out of... Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. A man has been arrested for his 10th drunken driving uh, arrest. However... 10 times. This is his 10th one. However, he's saying, no, 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 it wasn't because he was drunk. It was because he had beer-battered fish for lunch. Oh. And it might have increased his blood alcohol level. Well, that makes sense. Yes, a serial drunk driver uh, <laughs> whose defense against his 10th operating while intoxicated charge was that beer-battered fish were responsible for his blood alcohol level, was found guilty of drunk driving. Uh, John <laughs> Prisbilla, no... fish and chips. Not sure if he's related to Joel, but there can't be too many Prisbillas. Oh, yeah, and Joel Prisbilla is from Wisconsin. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well... So John, this might be one of Joel Prisbilla's... John Prisbilla, 75 years young, of Friendship, Wisconsin... Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, how many Prisbillas can there possibly be? Maybe that's all. Maybe that's a real popular name. In... It could be. Well, it's being uh, asked who's Joel Prisbilla. He was a, a Portland Trailblazer for quite a long time. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So, John Prisbilla has been arrested on his 10th drunk driving. Like, it's... How can somebody get arrested for the same thing 10 times I don't and know, still man. be out driving? I don't know. The system is corrupt, man. Yep, yep. Like, he's still drought 75 years old, John Prisbilla, driving around Friendship, Wisconsin, drunk on beer-battered fish. Oh, that old Johnny. All right, so anyway, he uh, didn't get away with it, and he was found guilty of a felony. Next up, out of Chicago. If you live in Chicago, you have to go to this because I want to go so bad, and it looks incredible. So this is opening in June. There's going to be a Save by the Bell-themed bar. That's going to look like the Max from Saved by the Bell. See, this is what I'm talking about. This falls right in line with my peewee thing. Yep, it's a pop-up bar and diner coming to Wicker Park in Chicago. Yes, you can indeed go and hang out at the Max. (laughs) So it's going to be, so it's not going to be called quite the Max, but it's called Saved by the Max. Which is going to be a replica of basically the Max from Saved by the Max. Yeah, so Saved by the Max will be detailed to replicate the Max, of course, which was the hangout spot for the students (laughs) at Bayside High School. 
Uh, so the pop-up bar and diner will feature food named after the show's cast members, including AC Sliders. <laughs> oh, wow. For you young kids out there, one of the characters' names was AC Slater. So that's the play on words of the Sliders. Uh, Preppy BLT and Macaroni and Screech. That's just lazy. Yeah. That's just lazy. That also doesn't sound like something I would want. No, I don't want it. I like macaroni, too. I don't want a macaroni, a macaroni and Screech. <laughs> That sounds like you eat and then something bad happens to Macaroni you. Macaroni with a side of screech. <laughs> uh, it'll also have a full bar with booze and cocktails inspired by the show. Uh, Saved by the Max. This is Greg. 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 Yes. Saved by the Max will have daily costume contests for cash prizes and weekly events that will include karaoke, trivia, and 80s and 90s dance parties. <laughs> this sounds like your dream <laughs> bar. Know. It is. You would be there every night. I wouldn't be there every night. If they opened up one next to it called the Peach Pit. Oh my God, I would be there every night. Are you yeah. kidding me? <sighs> Don't, I, I can't even think about that. That would be too amazing. Like you're distracting me. Oh my gosh, the Peach Pit. And then everyone has to wear like the Peach Pit outfits from Beverly Hills Now. So, so if you show up there, you have to wear their outfits. Like, you walk in the door, it's like, no, you're not dressed properly. Put on these outfits. No, they don't have to wear the outfits, but everyone would be required to dress as if it's 1994, which is basically fashion these days, so it would be just fine. That'd be just fine. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, this uh, the pop-up Saved by which the Which character would you be at Beverly Hills 90210's oh, Peach Pit? Oh, God. If you had to pick one, and you have to stay in that kind of character. Well, my favorite's Valerie Malone. I mean, she's which just a she? cold-hearted bitch. That's just... Speaking of Save by the Bell, it's Tiffany Amber Theason. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really look like anybody who is in Beverly Hills now, 2 and 0. Okay. I, so I don't know. That's a really confusing question. Right. And I don't like you cornering me like okay. that. Okay. Sorry about that. Mm, that's okay. Uh, finally, I do have a story that many people sent to me. Thank you very much for thinking of me. A man in Florida is now facing charges of aggravated assault after he decided to throw a live alligator into a fast food restaurant. The alligator and the people in the restaurant are okay. A live alligator. A live alligator. So this genius's name, his name is Joshua James, 23 years young, has been accused of tossing an alligator through a drive through window at a Wendy's restaurant. <laughs> so his mother, speaking to the media, reportedly drive said that, that Joshua James wanted to play a practical joke on his friend who worked at Wendy's. Now, uh, the animal was captured and released back into the wild. It is okay. So uh, Joshua James is from Jupiter, Florida. Now, he found the alligator on the side of the road and lured it to the back of his truck, according to an incident report. Fire How big of an alligator are we talking about? Uh, it wasn't too big. It was a, well, actually, it was, never mind. It was pretty decent size. It was three foot, uh, three feet long. That seems big enough to take off a couple of fingers, that I would imagine. That seems like he should not have all of his, his fingers about him. So this is all according to an incident report by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. So he picked up the alligator, then went to the Wendy's in Royal Palm Beach, where he placed an order at the drive-thru window, received a drink. When they opened the window to give him his drink, he threw the three-foot-long animal through the window. Wow. Uh, so the incident happened this past October, but the su suspect has only now been taken into custody. Uh, he also reportedly faces uh, charges of unlawful possession and transportation of why, an alligator. Why has it been so long? I don't know. Maybe life is just a little slower in Jupiter, Florida. Well, that could be. That could be it. So, yeah, this is just the story is just coming out today, so he's just getting in trouble for it now. Uh, his mother, proud mother, <laughs> Linda James, uh, said, uh, told the TV station that his action was a stupid prank, and he really is a good boy. <laughs> he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Joshua James and Throwing Jupiter, alligators. And this was at his buddy? He decided it would be hilarious to go visit his buddy working at Wendy's and throw a live alligator through the drive-thru window. Wow. Alligator's okay. Joshua James is going to jail. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Lesson learned for all the kids out there. All right. Well, should we take a quick break here? We probably Since should. Since our special guest is going to be joining us here in I just a moment. I wonder if there are like... It would be my dream to start a peach pit here in Portland. Oh, I know it would be. The Portland peach pit. If you pit. won the lottery, would you open that? Yes. Or your what's your I would, coffee uh, house? I would open, it would be a peach pit, and it would also be a half coffee house. Um, no, you can't have all of that in one. It, it, my coffee house karaoke bar, espresso self, which is 
my dream. It was both my me and my sister's dreams. My sister is now which is funny to me. You still think people are going to be going in to drink coffee and think, "Ooh, I got to I got to sing some karaoke." Well, I mean, they could be like Spanish coffees. They can be like more exotic coffees. It doesn't necessarily have to just be caffeine. Espresso self. Espresso self. Mm-hmm. That'd be my karaoke coffee uh-huh. bar. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And now, what about the uh, Peach Pit? How would this work? <sighs> that would you be... probably couldn't name it Peach Pit. Oh. You have to have a nine hundred two and zero pun to go with it, or something like that. Oh gosh! Well, there's a peach pit. There's a peach pit after dark. <sighs> I'm sure there's some kind of a legal yeah, there... thing you'd have to do. Watch out for there. I mean, maybe I could like name it something that rhymes with it, like the beach bit or something. The beach bit? No, I don't <laughs> think that's a good idea. <laughs> Beverly Hills nine seven two one four or something like that. Wow! Look at you. That's pretty ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't, uh, thinking outside I don't the box know. there. Yes. Yeah. I, I. I. I don't know. This is still very overwhelming. I really. Uh, sorry. Really want it's to a do lot. That. I know it's a lot okay. for you. We, maybe we need to calm down for a second. All right. Let's go ahead and take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with Gilbert from H and R Block right here on Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, we are joined by Gilbert from H&R Block. Hello, Gilbert. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> I am good to see you. Love being in your studio. Thank you. Gilbert, it's always a pleasure to see you. It's you have such, like, you're such a warm personality. It's always nice to sit and have a chat with you. I love love visiting with the two of you. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> so how have things been and, over and this? We, uh, we always meet at the favorite time of year. I yeah, know. I know. Taxes. I mean, we just <laughs> anticipate this as this is a great, this is the time of year. I was just thinking as I was driving here, and I was thinking, you know, I see people at probably their worst time of the year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have one lady that comes, and she's the sweetest lady, but when she comes in my tax office, she says, I apologize, but she says I'm always in a bad mood when I come to see you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and that's that's what you get a lot of the time. It's true, but you're good at disarming that bad mood, though, because you have to be if, if people are. Dri- I mean, because it well, is the time of year that people drive, and you've got to work people through that. Exactly, because yeah. you have to do it. And it has right. to be done. Might that's as well right. make it as pleasant as possible. I mean, it's like going to the dentist sometimes. Yeah. You know, if it's like okay, if you're afraid of the dentist, no, or you're afraid of what the tax is. Out. <laughs> I'm not that bad. By the way, don't really. compare me to the dentist. If you see Gilbert, you have to sit in a chair and he's going to put a drill in your mouth. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Open wide. Here we go. <laughs> but no, it is It is nice, though, because, and I've talked about this before on the show, you know, in previous years, oh, gosh, years ago. Oh, gosh, you're auditing. Yeah, I've, I've had some, some rough years going through taxes. Well, mainly I had a, I, I went to the wrong people two yeah. years in a row. Yeah. Yes, and uh, And they, they kind of set me on a bad course tax-wise and I had no idea what was going on because I was just like handed him my stuff and it, it did not work out and then we started going to Gilbert uh, gosh it's been a few years now it's been quite a few years yeah and Probably four it's or five, five years. Old friends. I know. Yeah. Let's <laughs> see to the, get to hang out once a year. <laughs> yes, that's right. And Gilbert just makes it so much you know, easier and I'm not kidding. You know, I, I really mean truth, that. There's truth to that. I see a lot of people once a year mm-hmm. uh-huh. and a lot of times it's for, you know, it's an hour, hour and a half and you develop a friendship over that because you learn a lot of things about them. You get to know them. You hear about their family and and the different stages of life and kids coming and kids going and marriages and and all those kinds of things and you and the and the transitions of, of life so you build you feel like you build a family while you're do, even uh-huh. together even though you, you only do. see each other once a year and that's yeah. it is you do build a relationship with them and that's the part I love it that's is yeah I love. well and part of that you know it, trust is a big part of that you know you have yes. to like this is some of your most important things like it's it's your and money it's your pri- and it's your it's private and your thing. privacy it's like, yeah. it's like exposing yourself to somebody like yeah right, this is what I've got Can I you know help things. Me? about a lot of people that even their closest friends don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where you have to build that trust and you have to say, you know, you know what what you stay in this office stays here because mm-hmm. it it can be real yeah, interesting. That's true. You're a secret keeper. I am a secret. Uh, that th- I am a secret keeper. <laughs> I want to know the secrets, but he won't tell us. I knew he won't. So. No, yeah. it, you don't want him to tell us because that means he'd tell our secrets. That's true. Oh. I was going to say, do you want me to tell some of your secrets? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so, um, Gilbert is right here in Portland too, and I should say the address of your office is is 2700 Southeast, no Northeast Sandy Boulevard, 
right on the corner of 27th and Sandy. Yeah, so it's super easy to get to. I mean, yes. we've been going there for years. It's yep. just right there on Sandy Boulevard. Well, and what are the new things to learn about? And this is important for everybody who's doing your taxes this year, at least uh, if you're here in the United States, um, whether you own a business or don't own a business, the Affordable Care Act filing has to go in this year. Is that it correct? It has to go in, and everybody has to file. There are three different forms that the taxpayers receive in the mail or may receive. The first is a 1095A, and if you're in the marketplace to get your insurance, then you receive a 1095A. When you get your taxes done, that one has to be brought in to get your tax return because there's some information on there that we're required to put in, and that says how much your subsidy was, and or and then we compare that with what when you're done with your taxes, how much your subsidy should have been, then we reconcile those two things. And sometimes you owe more money or sometimes you get more of a refund based on what your subsidy should should have been. So if you receive it, if you use your marketplace, don't get your taxes done until you get that 1095A and then make sure you bring that in. The other is a 1095B and that's for people who received um, their health insurance through their small employer small size employer and the 1095c is for those who receive their employ their health care through the a, a bigger employer okay those you don't have to bring in it's good to bring that information in we we put it in but those aren't required okay um, to be there and if you get insurance on your own then you just let us know what that insurance is the health insurance gosh okay. it must just be having to remember all of those numbers and different policies that come through every year like ABC and that's just one it's incredible one number. it's yeah. incredible and the health care um, initiative the Affordable Care Act has made the tax return much more complicated because there's a whole host there's two or three forms on there um, that are in addition there's these three forms that you get in the mail for employers there's forms they have to fill out so it has made the whole system much more complicated but but it's important because if you don't have health care, then there's penalties that go along with mm-hmm. that. And I remember you talking about that last year, that you have to make sure that you file for that or else you that's will right. get penalized that's for it. That's right. So um, so that's good. And everybody will get one of those in the mail regardless. Everybody get what? Uh, one of those forms in the mail. No. Unless no. you get your own health care. Yeah, so if you get your own health care. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure all the employers are sending them out. You know, a year or two will be required. They're okay. phasing some of these requirements in. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. So okay. can you file, uh, someone's asking, uh, our friend Vicky in the chat, uh, can you file a 1095 online? Or is that a no, form? No, it's something you get from your employer you get or it from, from your the employer. marketplace. Okay, gotcha. So you don't file it, you use it to file. You use it, you use information, from, it's like a W-2. Use mm-hmm. the information from that that document and put it on your return. Oh, okay. that makes sense. Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah. This is why Gilbert is here to answer these mm-hmm. questions. Um, <laughs> one quick, okay, I'm going to ask one more. This is a tech, technical question. So you don't have to file a 1095B or C? You don't have to bring it in in order okay. to file okay. your return. Okay. So if you have an A, you have to have that when you do your return, and you have to put that information on your tax return. If you get a B or C, you don't have to. You'll want to put that information on there simply to acknowledge that you had um, that you had health care or you'll get penalized. Okay, so you should well, One put of the in things it. that's an interesting is last year um, is look carefully. Some people got a letter f- later in the year saying they didn't have, they didn't pay their health care penalty, and so they were, they were, um, IRS assessed that and make sure that that's really true because I've had two clients that that, that penalty was on their return and they paid it, and then they got a letter later on saying you owe this money oh. for the return. So there's there's some errors. I mean, not that I would ever say that IRS would make a mistake, but there's several <laughs> times. There's several times which my clients have come back and said, "Did I not pay this?" And indeed, they have. Okay. So this is why it'd be good to bring in all the documentation yeah, to that's you right. yeah. that's when right. you come in to get your taxes And that's done. another worry, too, isn't it? Like uh, having to deal with uh, like tax fraud and tax scams, like people trying to trick you into maybe... Okay, tax paying. fraud is a huge thing. Yeah, and that's becoming more and more yeah, prevalent, so the, isn't the it? The tax fraud is, is if somebody has your Social Security number and your birth date and your name, they can do all kinds of things with, oh. your, with your taxes. They can file, they can file returns in your, in your place. And Ew. so, and there's there's that's millions. all they need. <clears throat> that's all they need. There are millions of dollars that are being sent fraudulently to people who are filing their taxes um, illegally. And so, um, and one of the victims of that is children, because because if if you um, 
Sarah, if you file your return mm. and somebody has used your name, then nobody may ever catch it. But for some children, if they fi- if it's already filed, then they may not catch it. Now, IRS, when they when you file a return electronically, all the names, birth dates, and Social Security numbers go into the Social Security system. Okay. And and they go through a, a screening there. So if if there's anything that's incorrect there, or if somebody else has already used that on their return, then that red red flags it, and that rejects the return. Oh. So for and that happens. For example, if you have a two people who want to claim the same child, the first one that claims it goes in, oh. puts their number in there, and that that child gets claimed, and then the second person, maybe who's supposed to be able to claim it, goes in and, and claims it, then they'll reject it and say that is already. That child has already been claimed. Oh, wow. That's a, I had a friend that that happened <laughs> to. Right. You, really? It's a, it's a friend. Oh, yeah. Okay. A, a particular person in a particular yes. psychic stripper. It, it, oh, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She I know starts, what you're like, about. she would claim yeah. the child. So before. then what happens? That, that was legitimately is, her career, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah. then what happens is you have to decide whether you're going to take the child off and file it anyway electronically and then file a paper return as an amendment to claim that child. Oh. Because you can do that. And then when the IRS gets two returns with the same person then they <coughs> then they go to work and say okay who really claims is, a, uh-huh. is eligible to claim it and they have a series of what are called tiebreaker rules oh. where they say where they say um no you can't claim it and yes you can and because you're the parent or you're the ones making more money those kinds of things and so there's a whole series of tiebreaker rules so that sounds so like a part, giant pain. Just, it is. Well, and I mean, especially like if it's like, you know, families who are like maybe going through divorce or like have a that's bad right. relationship, that's that a, must be like exactly a race right. to the finish line to see like who can claim the child first. That's right. That's exactly Oh, it. that's awful. So that's part of it is, and, and part of it is just people fraudulently claiming um, child or, or um, filing for somebody else. And so you you have that and they're making, and so it's it's a... It's a big business. It's a money-making business. Yeah. It's tax fraud, and it's it's really a, a scary thing. The second one that you brought up is the tax scams mm-hmm. that are out there, and that's where somebody calls you on behalf of the IRS. Not, they, they pretend to be the IRS. And I have one of my clients that just recently, I mean, she's a very intelligent woman, and she gets a phone call from the IRS saying, you owe $10,000. And if you don't pay right away, we're gonna we're gonna put a lien on your property, and we're gonna take you to court, and we're gonna and don't hang up on me because if you hang up on me, we're gonna take this action. So she went down to the bank, and as she's telling me the story in my mind, I'm just saying, please, please don't have please it. Please ever don't take. say you gave me any money. Oh, so, no. and and you know my heart is just whoa, and and so she went down to the bank and she went to draw out thirty five hundred dollars, <sighs> and and one of the people in the bank got wind of it and and went to her and said what are you doing mm-hmm. well you know irony and then they said it's a scam it's a scam it's a scam so she didn't do that fortunately and then oh, she thank God. then she got a second call and so that's when she called me and said what's going on here because irs is harassed they even gave her a phone number and said to verify this is the irs you need to call this number well of course she called that number oh yeah. you know who i answers this is the irs yeah and of course, <laughs> wow my, that is oh my and my response was if the irs ever answers the phone it's not the irs because you have to be on on hold for 20 minutes anytime <laughs> right? you call the irs so i just said right there you know it's a scam but anyway <laughs> hello irs yeah irs here <laughs> yeah actually i i one, last week i called the irs and i think i got an answer on the second time i was just i was shocked it's kind of like really but anyway <laughs> so so the the scams are out there and they're they're scary and they well that is that they're telling you, you we're going to take your property if you don't right. pay this right and now and so you have to know the irs will never call you unless you're in the middle of some big deal with them the only thing they do is send out letters they send out letters and they send out letters all the time and so a phone call from the irs is suspicious anyway and so just don't you know hang up on them get out of there and um and just don't don't buy into it. So yeah. don't be afraid. Like even if someone's completely convincing you, it's not them. Yeah, it's not them. It is if not they call them. you, it is not them. So that's the that's a really big. Yeah, deal. because I know me, and I would be scared if well, yeah. if they're calling. Yeah. I I would believe well, it. Well, scammers sure. are good. I mean, that's that's pretty that's impressive. Setting up the separate yeah. number too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's <laughs> scary hearing from the IRS. the IRS. You go, and she goes, 
And I called him, it was the IRS. And I go, no, it really wasn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's right. They could sit in anyway. Oh, man. So that's a scary thing. Wow. All right, so the IRS will never call you. That's right. Yes. They'll send you a letter. They'll send, They'll send you a letter. letter. Good. Yep. Well, and Gilbert, where can people go? Should they call you or just stop into the shop? For? for to, set, to get their taxes set up. Um, it's best to you. set up an appointment. Okay. Call and set up an appointment, yeah. So call 503-233-0447? That's it. That's it. 503-233-0447. And yep. I can't say how much we recommend Gilbert. He is fantastic. I mean, there's a reason yeah. why we keep going back to Gilbert every year. Yeah. It's because he, he has helped us tremendously. And again, yes, you know, and we are we are friends. We have developed a relationship yep. with him. Yeah. And yep. it, it's great. We trust him. He's wonderful. Yeah. Give it a shot. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 503-233-0447. Give Gilbert at, at uh, H&R Block a call. Gilbert, thank you so much for coming in. You're welcome. We Yay. love Great. having love you in. You. Oh. And you know... And you'll see us again yeah. soon. I was going to say, <laughs> yep. I haven't seen either of your returns. I know. So <laughs> put on your calendar. <laughs> we'll set the appointment. I know you're turning well, red. You're embarrassed. I am. <laughs> no. Love that. I we'll know you it. have to get stuff together, so looking forward to seeing you and working with you. <laughs> yep, right, we'll, we'll set an appointment. We'll right after together. this <laughs> I feel like I didn't do my homework or something no Sarah <laughs> the dog the dog took it <laughs> the dog ate it <laughs> alright we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio you're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network there we go and there we go um we do have a little bit of ball talk that we can get to we do Sarah if you would like to do is that is there some sports news uh, just a little bit. There's kind of a follow-up, and then there's something. Are you going to break maybe a new career soul with no. a, a song today? Well, now I might, well, but no, no, no. This is something way more exciting. This is a possible career change for me, and I'm sorry. It's uh, something I have to announce to you via this way. Um, oh, you wanted to get it on mic so that I couldn't murder you. It's pretty much like that. So we'll get to that here in a minute. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Uh, first up, uh, we'll we'll do a little bit more of a recap from the from the Super Bowl. Not much, other than that, we're going to leave everything as it was. However, did you know there was another star from the game that was not Cam Newton or Peyton Manning or any of the other players? Is this a trick question? No, it's not. Apparently, this was trending, and I didn't follow Twitter enough. Hashtag hot ref. So the referee. Oh, he was hot. <laughs> Yeah, cleat, that guy, cleat, cleat, cleat uh huh. The guy, the guy who uh, he had really nice arms. That's was one of the trending things on Twitter. Seriously, no, about he, his triceps. Oh, he had awesome triceps. So Cleet Blakeman is was the ref who, if you're watching the Super Bowl, he was the guy who did the coin flip. I guess he was the lead ref for the game, and it was his first time doing it. Oh, Cleet made all the announcements. Well, Cleet is doing a media tour right now. He was just on the Today Show. This morning, and he's going around all over the place because hashtag hot ref was trending. That is so funny. I totally, like, I, I was talking at the Super Bowl party we were at. I was talking to someone, well, we were talking about the name Cleet because who named somebody Cleet? Yeah. It is the weirdest name. It is name. a strange name. And then we were talking about his arms, and he had a very nice, defined tricep. Yes. And a does. not so bad looking face. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Now, uh, Cleet Blakeman is 51 years old. He is a. An attorney by day. So most of the NFL refs, they have regular day jobs. So they have regular jobs they do, and then they ref uh, during the NFL season. So that's kind of how that works. And, yeah, he's an attorney, and Cleet is married. His wife, Katie, was on hand when he was on, uh, and they have two children. But uh, she loves all the attention that he is getting, she said. So a hashtag hot ref. Is a real thing. She loves it, and then she goes home and cries and screams at him. You want those other whores and not me? They're <laughs> I don't younger think than there me. There is no ref that has ever been coined hot ref, I believe, Well, that's ever, why he's hot ref, ever, because he's, like, that that semi-decent looking, and that's, like, the first time ever. Well, Cleet Blakeman, hashtag hot ref. So there we go. That's funny. Um, moving on to ball talk, there's one other thing that uh, came out, just kind of a recap of it, and it is the price of... Of food at Levi Stadium during the Super Bowl. Not necessarily food, but um, more the drinks. So, sir, I want to ask you. Yes. How much do you think one regular beer cost at the Super Bowl? Am I okay? So I'm thinking Super Bowl prices. Super Bowl prices. One regular beer. 
I'm gonna one go beer. Like I think it was a twelve ounce beer. Is a what, twelve ounce. I, beer. I'm gonna guess. I don't know exactly the ounces, but whatever their base beer was. I'm gonna go with fifteen dollars. You were close. Sixteen. No, it was actually less. It was thirteen for regular, fifteen for premium. That's Pre- what I was going for. I, I was going for the premium beer. Yes, I was right. Yes. Yep. 13, I nailed it. $13 for beer. How much do you think a water cost? Uh, $8. $7. You're, you're getting close. Mm. How much for a slice of pizza? Ooh, $10. That's exactly it. Yeah. It was $10. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, you nailed it. That was, that was all correct. I got it. So, yeah, it. these were the prices at the Super Bowl, which, to be honest, when tickets are going for like three grand, four grand or more a piece, you can't be if surprised. If you're paying three grand to go to a football game, I hope that you get skewered on the foot on the food prices. Oh, you're already yeah. throwing. Well, I mean, oh, you're doing, going the vindictive route. I am vindictive. You're just mad. I'm not mad, but I'm saying like if you're spending three thousand dollars on a seat to watch a mm-hmm. football game, you deserve to be paying fifteen dollars for oh, a beer. Okay, all right. Is that uh, vindictive? I'm just saying yeah, that's maybe, the truth. Maybe. Maybe it's being asked what the premium beer was, and you know it doesn't say. I'm gonna guess since it's the same company, doesn't Heineken? Isn't it their overall brand that owns Bud Light? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's all owned by some... I feel I feel like it's them, but may, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know. Anyway, there it is. And finally in Ball Talk, we have this. Now, this is where I may have an announcement to make. Oh, boy. I've talked about this before on the show that I am easily addicted to video games, which is why I rarely play them. However, there and by was rarely. You mean how's your how's your city doing? Oh, that's a mobile game that I check in on every time. That's every once in a while. That's not the same thing as a video game. That is not the same. That doesn't count. That's whoa, a some, phone game. Whoa, whoa! Somebody's over. And that's not a, a problem because I don't have to play that. I can come back to that anytime I want. I can quit it anytime I want. I'll delete it. Delete it. Let's do I it could right delete now. it if I wanted to, but I don't have a problem, so I'm not going why don't to. We, why don't we go ahead and listen to Greg delete I am his city? Not, I don't have a problem, so there's no need to Greg delete open- SimCity off of my phone. What I was going Greg to talk about... Greg is pushing his phone very, very far away from me. Keeping it away from you, yeah. Um, How mad would you be if I deleted your SimCity? I would be pretty damn pissed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I would be pretty mad at you. Yes. Yep. Oh. I, I would be oh mad. Oh my God, I've never seen Greg... Like, look at me as if I he's would just be like, pretty oh. mad at you. No, he's looking at me right now with like these. How crazy mad would you be at me eyes? if I like, took all your 90210 DVDs and threw them in the trash? I don't have 90210 DVDs. No, what do you have DVDs of? I don't know. Something that you like. My Sex in the City DVDs? I, don't, sure. I haven't watched those in years, though. I don't. DVDs? What, are, <laughs> what about my VHS tape? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Where, where do you watch 90210? On, on the internet. Where? On an internet website. Oh, okay. It's one of those kind of things. No, no, it's a. I'm not. I'm just not going to say which one it is because why give them free publicity? Hmm. Anyway, it's a it's a website that I pay for. <sighs> so what are you gonna, you're going to smash the website. Here's the bottom line. My problem has to do with Xbox and Playstations because it's, it's a lot of fun and then I can put the game in and then I just play it and it's so awesome, but I don't have time to do it right now. However, for a long time, there was a game that I was playing on there competing with roommates. What game was that, Sarah? Do you remember? No, was it like the soccer game? Yes, it was the soccer F- it game. Was FIFA. 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 Did you know Oh God! you can now be officially signed by soccer clubs to be their, quote, official gamer. And you represent them on a worldwide stage in playing FIFA. This just happened. There's a guy by the name of David Bythway. Oh my God, Greg is like excitedly clapping his arms 22-year-old right from Midlands, and he's just signed for a Bundesliga club, Wolfsburg, that's a German team, in the capacity of official gamer. So this guy had played for England, and and this is something I didn't know about, for England in the Interactive World Cup, which I guess is a FIFA tournament that goes on. He's traveled to tournaments in New York, Las Vegas, and Rio. You can't even, like, speak straight. You're just stumbling Because it's so exciting. He is traveling around the world playing FIFA. Greg has full-on flaily T-Rex He just shows up and plays a video game, plays FIFA against people. Now, I I have a little, little ways to go before I'm ready for the national or international stage. But this guy is signed on as one of their two official FIFA players. And what he'll do is he'll represent them by wearing their kit at tournaments and when he streams his games online. So he's getting literally paid a lot of money to sit there and play video games. He wouldn't say how much it was, but he's admitted he's getting a, quote, comfortable wage. 
Keelan's pointing out, Greg, nobody is going to pay you to swear at the TV and then turn off the console in the middle of the game. <laughs> I never turn off the console, but I almost break remotes all the time. I'm just very excited about this. You're super excited. Very excited. All right, so that is what's happening. This is this is a possible thing that I could be involved in. I think I might take so it. So you to might the next be level. leaving Fun Employment Radio. To I might be, be taking it to the next to the next level. A terrible FIFA video game player. Um, Sarah, I could be signed to one of the biggest clubs in the world, and it would be a pretty big deal. I'd be pretty much just like I'd be the Ronaldo of. Uh, of online or, or of FIFA, I don't Ronaldo. Know what that means. Ronaldo of. Oh, uh, look him up. It's okay. it's pretty much exactly what I am. I'm kind of the Ronaldo of podcasting right now, so I figure I might as well take it. The Geraldo. Ronaldo. Geraldo. Ronaldo. Okay. Ronaldo. There we go. This could be my new career, so we'll see what happens. Uh, oh, it's being asked. I should find out if the Timbers need an official gamer. That is a good. Good question. Wow, Greg. That could be your dream job. Dear Portland Timbers, sign me up. You do know somebody who works for the Timbers. I do. A couple <sighs> people, actually. Yep. I got to go home. I got to go home and start practicing some FIFA. Mm-hmm. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Cristiano Ronaldo, you don't... Yeah, that's the the pretty guy, right? Uh, I've, I've heard him, yes, very much describe that way. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Like I mean, I, I I just hear he's. I don't really find him necessarily attractive, but other people do. Uh, yeah, yeah. He is. He is Ronaldo. Um, so you're calling yourself the Ronaldo? I'm pretty podcasting. much saying yes that I'm the Ronaldo of podcasting. Okay. That's kind of how I was. I was saying that. Could be the Timber Greg of the FIFA world. <laughs> I got some Timber Greg. Don't yeah, say Timber Greg. That's just doesn't really maybe have the that same. can be your Sopranos name. No, what would that mean? Timber know, you Greg. You cut them down like trees. You level them. You make, well, Timber Greg. You make no. firewood out of them. No, that really doesn't work. Sounds make firewood really out of them. I'm going to make firewood out of you. Yeah. I'm going to cut off your limbs and make You're firewood out of you. You're going to be kindling by the time I'm done with you. I just creep myself out. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week. Always tune in. Hi, sir. Hi, crazy. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Guys and Balls at 7.30 p.m. And... Possibly the McMahon horn at 5.30. Oh, there was a big announcement in the world of WWE, Greg. There there was a big announcement. Mm-hmm. There was a big announcement. I actually, I watched it last night. I watched you Raw watched last night. You watched the re- retirement? The entire thing. Oh, wow. There were some tears. Oh, oh. Some hugs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, right? Mm-hmm. That was the number one trending uh, topic on Twitter for the entire world. Yeah, I believe it. He retired from the WWE. So maybe that's what they'll talk about on Manhorn. Um, but uh, Guys and Balls coming up at 7.30 p.m., of course, live here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And then we will be back tomorrow right here with another <laughs> show. I was trying to remember if we had a guest tomorrow or uh, who the guest might. was. We have lots of guests lined we up. Do. And, we do. We have a lot of guests booked. Yes. So it's going to be a busy few weeks. Yes. Which we always love. Yes. Stop saying yes. Big thank you to Gilbert at H&R Block. Uh, give them a call and set up an appointment to go in and see Gilbert. 503-233-0447. Thank you so much, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.